Hello, and thanks for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by The Maples. Check out their new album, Shunning Chamber, released by Blade Records. Check out the label store on Store Envy, and the album is available on 12 multicolor vinyl variants at themaples.bandcamp.com. They also have a website, which is themaplesband.com. Shunning Chamber is streaming digitally everywhere. Welcome to Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm Edie Quinn, and I'd like you to hear something. Teeth and Nails by Chalk Hands, featuring my pal Antoine Manchin on guitar and vocals. The song comes off their new album, Don't Think About Death, which you can find online now. isn't it because you never know what's your earliest one i've got like flashes and sort of bits of memories and images like flashing uh, in my head but then yeah. I, I, I think also the fact is that my parents were like recording quite a lot uh like you know with they had like a little camera with them and i don't know because i've seen a lot it's been digitized now mm-hmm. and i don't know whether that you know what i remember are my actual memories or if, if because i've seen a lot of it it's sort of like <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's all I created this in my head. But uh, I, I think that one of the first memories I've got is uh, in terms of something that marked me in my childhood. And it's kind of silly, but my mom trying to uh, teach me how to crack an egg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why we were doing this. I don't know what we were preparing or anything, but I must have been about like four or something like this. And I just remember like she tried to teach me how to crack an egg. And I basically, I tried to crack it on, and I tried on the side of a bowl, and I just held it way too hard, and it basically exploded in my hand. Oh. <laughs> and then she looked at me, and she just burst out laughing. And I remember being very offended by that, and I just like ran away crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, and basically, every time after uh, I cracked egg, an egg in my life, I just basically thought of that memory. That's why it's so vivid. For some reason, it was like. A ma- like the most, the smallest version of your, of a childhood trauma I can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny too because like as an adult, you can probably realize like your mom laughed because she thought that it was just an, an innocent like yeah, you know it was such a, and and it was it and you know it's like the other night like my youngest um, came out. Um, of the bedroom, like supposed to be sleeping, but in there reading books yeah. or whatever, came out of the bedroom uh-huh. and had this um, like uh, blanket, like tied all around like his head. It was like a, you know, <laughs> you were really like, he was really trying to do like an adventure or cosplay, you know, but he kind of just, yeah. looked, he kind of just looked like a, like a, a, a grandma in like, you know, in the whole like, um, cloak like thing and um you know my my partner like she started she was just like 
laughing. She was like, oh, my God, I can't. It's so cute, you know? And he ran yeah. off. And yesterday <laughs> he came out and he said, why was mom laughing at me like that? And, and I was Probably like. thinking he looked really badass at the time. Yeah, as well. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it was like this like thing like that he was offended by. And I was like, oh, look, like it's not like that. Like, um, you know, your mom just thought it was it was really a wild outfit that you you know mm. had, and and then of course I go on to say I'm like, did like did you think it was cool? Like, did you like the way it felt when you were wearing it like that? Like it, and if you weren't bothering anybody, then who cares what anybody thinks? You know, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> it is funny how like as a kid, like you don't. There's a lot of nuance that you don't understand, you know, and yeah, it's just like laughing can only mean like one thing, you know, or, mocking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so. Um, well, I, I feel like you handled that really well. I wish my mom gave me some, you know, like came after me. I, was like, I wasn't laughing, making fun of you, you know, I wouldn't right. be egg traumatized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like, can you hand me that carton of eggs? No, no. And, uh, but uh, yeah, that's 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 a really that's a really fun one, and 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 sweet, even if it like you know, even if it uh, bothered you at the time. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's it's funny that it did. Like, it's it's kind of like ridiculous, obviously, but yeah. and like it's almost like annoying now to still have that thought, but in you know, kind of like a funny way. I'm like, yeah. why am I? Yeah thinking about this you know yeah it's just silly yeah that is that is funny um so like you know when you're a kid like what were your what were your big ideas like for when you would grow up or whatever oh um I guess uh, you know when you're a kid a lot of the time I think you want to be like your parents and um um, my both my parents were, were basically musicians. They're very sort of they had like a career in music, both of them. Oh, very and cool. uh, and uh, yeah, so I think I wanted I, I wanted to do that really. Um, I don't know, you know, my dad was my hero and like you know that sort of thing, and you know I just wanted to do music. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing it, but not in a professional manner. <laughs> yeah, but your parents were like that. That's how they were making a living. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, um, because I'm, I'm from Belgium originally, um, mm. and in the late 80s, they were sort of, this both uh, had um, a song that, that did, you know, kind of well, uh, like they're both like one hit wonders kind of thing, but you okay. know, it's fairly small, it's like France and Belgium, um, and it's funny because like, yeah, uh, sometimes I see it like, you know, what I do now, which is like, you know, rooted in punk, essentially, you know, Screamo and, all, you know, all that stuff. For sure. I feel like, I feel like it's all, I've almost tried to go the other way because they were doing kind of like cheesy 80s pop music at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like growing up, when I was a really, really small child, I think it was like, you know, they were my world, like, you know, and then I wanted to be like them. And then when I grew up, when I was about, I don't know, um, from age like seven till like probably end of teenage years, I was sort of like, I kind of ashamed of it. Um, huh. And I think that's what pushed me to go towards, you know, the more sort of like punk scene, etc. Yeah. Uh, but, but now I'm kind of like, you know, I've obviously passed that point. I'm a, I'm a grown up now and it's kind of like a, you know, it's more like a funny story to tell really more than anything. Right. Um, what? But yeah. But, yeah. Do you, so like you said that the song you, this comes up a lot. So like, you know, the song, it's not like you only just heard it when you're a kid. Like this song is still something that comes across your, your path or. Uh, yeah. When I go back to Belgium, uh, you like, know, sometimes it's, I was, you know, rarely, rarely like playing on like some radio stations and people do know who my dad would be sort of thing. Right. Uh, my mom Yes. So yeah, but now that I live in England, it doesn't really come up anymore. I think yeah. that's why I'm not really so like ashamed. Is kind of the wrong word. I was never ashamed, but I was a bit like it's like oh, embarrassed yeah. or something. Like, yeah, it's only yeah. the son of someone, you know, and it's like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm also that, a real person. <laughs> I mean, it's I don't know. It's weird, it, like uh, because you know, 
My like my dad was like uh, never su- a successful musician. My dad like w- always like played in bands and stuff, and um, oh, cool. and all growing up, and like we didn't have like a great relationship like growing up. But um, like you know later it got better. But um, all good. Like uh, it's weird because like he never wrote his own songs, but then like right before my parents split up right he like wrote this one song and mm-hmm. and recorded it like his uh, like one of his best friends like all growing up was the guy who recorded the breeders last splash lp so like right. um he he has this friend of his record this one song that he wrote and it's like he's like playing this song in our living room like and and, and it's like I remember like the vocal melodies, like I said, goodbye, my love, I'll be missing you. And it's like, (laughs) like a month later, like they're getting like divorced and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that is like, so like, that is like such a weird, like thing to have had, like you, you're like, you write this song, like you're going to leave your wife. You played it for your like wife and kids. Like, isn't this song great? And then like. But anyway, what is like what is the best bar from your from your dad's song? Or is that too is that too embarrassing? Is there the, a the cut you can give bar, us? I don't know, the best section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think you can you can just YouTube it. Um, okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't think I can do it justice. But yeah. it was kind of like, I don't know, it's sort of like this sort of like funky you know, a very sort of like jumping bass, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, from, and kind of like, yeah, funky, cheesy pop, uh, French, French, French speaking pop, uh, kind of like a bit like comedy sort of thing. It's not like yeah, anything profound, anything like this, yeah. but I guess it's, it's kind of catchy. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's wild too, because like, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I'll have to get those details from you, like at some other point. Uh, but, but, uh, it, like I honestly, as much as I listen to Screamo, I listen to like weird stuff like that. Like I am all about <laughs> that stuff. I, I think that like listening to like weird like uh, Austrian pop rock, like like uh, Falco nice. and stuff, is like yeah. more influential on the Screamo stuff that I write than like other screamo like i don't you know i don't know if that makes sense like i'm always like but what if but what if you did but you know how this is like really weird what if you tried to do that like yeah this it's it's maybe like the the melodies or something like that because i think you know screamo is kind of like a for can what can be a formatted genre sometimes in Mm -hmm. terms of like melody and you know using octave chords a lot and those sort of like really dark minor melodies mm-hmm. or and i think yeah i think having ideas coming from like other you know completely unrelated well it's never unrelated but so like you know distantly related genres i think definitely mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm all for that for sure yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. um so so like when you're growing up there was obviously music around like all the time was it mostly like regional stuff that your parents listened to or did they listen to like um like a lot of like like heavier stuff or was it like mostly pop around the house yeah it was mostly pop uh my mom was big, big into blues and my dad is like the biggest fan of the beatles i've ever met honestly okay <laughs> uh so yeah yeah so it was it was you know but you know they were mostly playing yeah that sort of stuff and then i'd hear a lot of what they were doing you know i'd hang out in my dad like little studio you know like little home studio uh-huh. And like, uh, but yeah, until age like probably you know ten, that's probably all I was. You know, I wasn't you know because you're not really listening to music at that stage. You're more like hearing it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then yeah, but then late, late, later in life, I sort of like found things that I liked. Um, you know, outside of like you know you know not being around them or like you know with my cousins or my friends or things like this. Yeah. But, so it was so, like. It was like a cousin connection or a friend connection that that got you into. Yeah. I think I think the first time I saw like the, developed an interest into like listening to music in terms of like right, well, I, I'm gonna make this conscious decision of listening to something. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it was one one of my cousins, and he was massively into uh, French hip hop uh, at the time. Okay. 
um, and and Belgian hip hop as well, actually, but French speaking Belgian hip hop. And that was sort of like the first uh, thing I got I got an interest in, uh, if you like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember, like, even trying. Uh, we, <laughs> oh God, we uh, even tried to like do like a hip. We like did a little um, hip hop, um, like a demo. Yeah, 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 that's it. And we all uh, had like you know nicknames and stuff like that. I was Lord Karis. I don't ask me why. That was just what I was called. <laughs> okay. Uh, and we did like a little instrumental hip hop thing, like. Uh, but we were I was probably like 13 or something okay uh, but it was, it was terrible um, yeah. instrumental <laughs> like you all were playing the instruments no I think we found like uh, found beats somewhere no no I think we made our own beats but it was so like you know very sort of like basic yeah you know? it, was, it was just like an emulation of what we'd heard but everything done very terribly and we had like some kind of like midi keyboard connected to a computer and using the seven sounds that we had <laughs> mm-hmm. it all sounded terrible but i i think i've still got it on the tape somewhere like on a little cassette <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah use that as like a use it as like an intro or an outro you know like <laughs> you're playing some really like sad sounding screamo parts and then here's this like sounds like it's coming from an antique radio but it's it's your 13 uh, year old <laughs> hip-hop demo um <laughs> Yeah. Give it a thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. It's, it's, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's really cool though, that like, y- you know, y- you were able to just hear something and tell yourself like as 13 year olds, like, yeah, we could do that. Sure. And it's like the results mm-hmm. don't matter at this point. It's like the results are that, all these years later, you're still making music and you're still being like, we could still do this, you know, or whatever. I yeah. think that's ultimately the important thing. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's better than like my first, um, not like my first band demo or whatever, but the first time I ever recorded like myself doing something was me and a cousin of mine making mm. like basically like metal versions, but like Weird Al. Like we, you know, we would just, we would play a song on one cassette player and we would sing like our Weird Al versions of like the song <laughs> and we'd record it on a second cassette deck. And that was like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, that was my first like, hey, uh, light bulb moment. Like we could do this like kind of thing ourselves. And then, you know, yeah, later just, it was. Fun, isn't it? At that age, there's no expectation. You just, it's just like a fun process. You don't even, you know, there's nothing, you know, there's no goal behind it apart from having fun. And that's right. kind of like the beauty of that age. Right. And that's like, that's what I keep like telling myself, like when you uh, get to that point where you've made a record and some people like it and you know what you could approve on it, et cetera, et cetera. Like mm. once you're at that point, like you can lose track of that initial, like this is for us this is for yeah. fun this is you can lose track of that because you want it to be better than the last thing or you want it or you just have all these goals you know and and so i think those first moments like it's 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 crucial to be able to be like yeah that's what you know that's what's up like we can do all these other things but we also need to hold on to that you know and i don't know yeah no I, I i totally agree i feel like it's it, it, it's so difficult, especially since you know, and just like me, you've been doing this for like quite a long time, I think. Mm-hmm. And you know what became as like a fun process. Just uh, you sort of like you, you know where originally you were just doing it for fun. Now you sort of like looking ahead already. You know, like you you're thinking about well, in a year's time, we'll record this and we'll release it. And like he, you saw like rather than staying in the moment, your head is kind of like looking ahead a little bit. What will people think? Will they like this as much as, you know, yeah. what's been released before, like things like this. And uh, yeah, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's a constant battle, but I think I've sort of accepted myself that, you know, there's times where I'm just like excited for what I'm doing. Sometimes there's anxiety around it. And I'm like, you know, it's like a constant sort of like loop um, mm-hmm. that, 
I think like as long as I get more enjoyment than you know fear or, or anxiety, I, I still think it's worth it. And at the moment, it very much is. I'm I'm so excited for like I don't know the future and stuff. And so that's that's really good. Yeah. But for sure, like that element of fun is so is so important. It's like I don't know, like like recently with that's why I love doing um the, uh, like live sessions um like with my, all my band, you know, where like filmed live sessions because. Sure. As much as there is stress around, you know, doing it, you know, playing the song right or like, is it going to do well or anything? It's such a, an amazing um, uh, document of like you and your friends just doing your thing. And like, I don't know, it's such a nice thing to look back on. And I think that's the sort of thing where I, I just love looking back, I think. Um, and I think this sort of like really encapsulate that those like live videos. I, I just really love that. Yeah, it really helps keeping that sort of like emotion of like I, I still want to do this. This is so much fun, um, and I love looking back on it. It's sort of like it spells this whole thing for me, basically. like sort of like monochromatic like um there'll be like a singular like color or something and i always have this mm. sort of like image for a period where i'm creating a piece of work that like symbolizes to me like what this 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 pocket of time or whatever like means and right. sometimes that'll come out in the artwork to a degree but yeah i think as an artist like you, you no matter like how good you are you're like no, nothing ever whether it's the sounds or the uh or the um uh visual representation or whatever nothing ever encapsulates like the whole thing because yeah like, what your brain is really doing, right, is your brain is really just like showing you like 1,000 images that are all stacked onto each other and creating this yeah. amalgam. And the same thing with sounds, like you're you, you're just hearing all these sounds, you know, at the same time. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it get, the guitar strings, like you're hitting six of them and somebody else is hitting six of them and the notes are yeah. in different spots. Like all these sounds, it's amazing that we can even perceive them the way that we can, right? But the point is, like, you'll never nail that entire thing, like no matter how close you get. So it's um to have this, like, thing inside your head that's sort of this, like, uh, shaking image or this like shaking um, it, it, it's kind of like that's the way that I've always like looked at like I can look at this one record and and I'll see this other thing that means um, that to me and I'll know like where I was when I when I did it and that's kind of seems like what the live you know videos like are kind of like 
for you, it's like you can probably remember like what you, you know, you might remember what you ate that day, like a joke somebody yeah. told, you know, and that's all that stuff is so important to me personally yeah. because, you know, that's the stuff that like you can lose track of. So you have that anchor. And I think that's amazing. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I always, I always think like, um, in a way, like all you have in life is like your memories, you know, obviously there's the, all those times where in, you're in the moment, but then once you pass that point, it's the memories. And I think I cherish that so much. That's why I love those videos so much to be like music videos or, or for example, touring. I absolutely love touring because there's so many, there's so little occasions in your life to, you know, look at a poster with a bunch of dates and you can literally remember, well, it fades away eventually with time, but it's still, I don't know why, but for me, I, you know, if I look at a tour poster we've been a part of, I can remember like pretty much the whole day, you yeah. know, of each day. I'm like, oh, 21st of June, well, we played in that city. Oh yeah, that happened. And then we met with X, Y, Z. And it's such like a, I don't know. I just thought, that's why I love touring as well. Cause I think the memories is what I cherish the most and touring does that for me. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Know. And videos are the same because they're like, there's such a document because you literally look at it and it triggers so many other memories around it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you can be like, Oh, I, re I remember like what this, I remember like what this stage smelt like, like, I remember, you know, yeah. it's like everything, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Don't always want to remember that, but yeah. <laughs> to, to go back a little bit though, uh, we sort of skipped over like where and when you started actually playing instruments. Oh yeah. Um, I think I was, I must have been about, uh, like 10 or 11. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I started playing the, um, uh, classical guitar. Okay. Um, uh, my dad just put me with like a, a teacher and it was, it was quite nice actually. It was like uh, group lessons. Um, and I think I did that for a couple of years and then I sort of became, um, self-taught really, you know, yeah? mm -hmm. it gave me a foundation, but like pretty quickly, it's like because you know I got an interest into hip hop, but then and shortly after that I got an interest in um, basically metal, and uh, that's made me ditch the acoustic guitar pretty quick. <laughs> uh, and then uh, yeah, I was just I just wanted to learn you know how to play electric guitar, and I I, I learned it by myself pretty much. Yeah, and what bands were you like? What like like who were you listening to that you were like that's what I want to sound like? Uh, well, I, as an original as it sounds, it was probably Limp Biscuit at the time. Okay. <laughs> because actually, the reason was uh, because I was massively into hip hop at right. the time, and they had like a really big sound. I think it was sort of like it was sort of like a bridge the gap for me, where it was like, well, it's still kind of hat rap or whatever. Uh huh. Uh, uh, but like with big guitars, and I was like, and I play guitar. Wow, how can I make these sounds? I think it was a bit of a curiosity, really. How do you make a guitar? sounds so big you know I was like that's just insane yeah uh and uh yeah but obviously that was very early on it must have been like i don't know whenever basically whenever uh they released those uh mission impossible uh song uh, i remember that i think that's the first single i ever bought with my own money like pocket money <laughs> mm -hmm. it was uh is it take a look around yeah i'm not i'm not really sure like i only know like you know, like the biggest songs that I've heard, like on the radio yeah. or whatever. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not really that sure. Like, yeah, fair enough. You know, uh, it's terrible music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, there's a time and place. I'm, I'm gonna just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't they just release an album? And I heard like a lot of, I heard a lot of, you know, a lot of people were like, this is like. There was a lot of people that were unexpectedly like, fuck you, this slaps. And then there was a lot of people that were like, you know, they're, it's, they're the same as they ever were, you know, whatever. And, and, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, so it's interesting that like, you know, we like, you, there's a lot of things that musically we perceive as like dated or whatever, you know, like, yeah. like, yeah, of course people were into it. That was the thing at that time that like still mean a lot to a lot of people, you know? And yeah, and, no, absolutely. yeah I mean, I think if, if, uh, if that were not the case, then I don't, you know, I don't know if, um, like, 
you know, there would be a new city, a Caterpillar record and stuff like that. You know, I mean, like who yeah. knows, who knows if that would have happened if it weren't for the fact that like pe- people still find value in something that got started, you know, uh, 20, yeah. 25 years ago or whatever. So, um, yeah. So like you, you were playing guitar and you were like, learning yourself like how were you learning were you like finding tabs online or just purely by ear or a little bit of both yeah i think it was mostly by ear a bit of tabs but um i was basically i think i, I tried pretty quickly to run write my own music oh, okay. um yeah i think it's just because from you know from just seeing my dad doing it really you yeah. know or just being aware that he was doing that all the time it was not really a um um, you know, it wasn't really scary for me at the time. You know, when you're a kid, you're not really, you just, you, you just do, you just do, you're not too yeah. worried about the consequence or anything. Mm-hmm. So, so I think I mostly learned by like, trying to write my own stuff. I'd never sort of like, you know, I, I, I learned, I learned a few like, classics and stuff like that, but actually not that many. Um, like it's like, <laughs> It's like, not that it happens a lot, but like, you know, when you've got friends who are like, oh, like, oh, you're a guitarist, can you, what, what can you play? And I always yeah. just sort of like, I'm sort of like, uh, I can play some chalk hands if you want, but that's about it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, and it's just uh, a bit annoying because I've got like nothing to show for it in a way, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in that sort of like, you know, sense where if people aren't really connecting with, you know, heavy music, you know? Uh, then I can't replay them anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, play. yeah, it was like, I think when I first started playing guitar, it was like, yeah, a lot of people were wanting, <clears throat> they were wanting you to play like this. And it's like, oh, you know, you heard this new Alice in Chains or like, you know, or yeah. whatever, you know, I'm dating myself a little bit, but it's like, oh, I can play that part of Nirvana, you know, and then, yeah. and then, then that's it. I just kind of do, you know, and I was like learning, like, I was like learning songs, like that's how I learned how to play. But it's like, right, the people that I, you know, most of the people that I knew at that time, like they didn't like. It's like, people, people didn't. It wasn't until a little bit later that people, I met people who knew like who the Misfits were or whatever. You know, it was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, like can you play Alice in Chains? Can you play Soundgarden? You know, or whatever. And I'm like. Yeah, you know, you know, but um, you play drums as well, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, I was also going to ask you about that because uh, you play you play guitar and do vocals in in chalk hands, but you play drums and I feel fine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. did you start like getting on, uh, like your like journey to like become like a multi instrumentalist? Uh, but yeah, that's why I was asking you because I, I started pretty late and I was like wondering if it was like. Oh same yeah, thing. oh yeah, me um, too. Um, I started playing drums like just because I was trying to start this band and nobody played drums, so I was like, I'll find <laughs> a cheap drum set and I'll start doing it. Yeah, yeah, they're very rare drummers, aren't they? It's very hard to find. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and if you do, like at least for in my experience, it was like the most unreliable person and (laughs) it was just like you know it's always like so many people that i would talk to like would be like we're having practice tonight if the drummer shows up and i was always like (laughs) i always thought that was like a joke but then there's some like there are some like stereotypes or tropes or whatever that like they get that way because they're true (laughs) and i found that (laughs) to be the case with a lot of people that i had you know played uh who played drums with me it's probably because they're already in several of the bands yeah i mean uh i not 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 the, not with the people that I'm thinking of, oh, okay. but but I know what you mean because yeah, there are. That's definitely like a thing that happened like later, and and that's a. I mean, that's a thing that happened to me for a while as well. It was just like, you know, oh, you can play drums now, like yeah, <laughs> do, do, like do you want to be in this band? And um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It it definitely like being in a lot of bands like definitely makes you to where you're like. Um, it has to really count, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially as you get older as well, you know, yeah. down small patches. Yeah. You're like, I can't like, I just don't like, I have to work and I have like, um, people in my life and I have other projects. So like, I can't just come here and like, like I wasn't, you know, in one project and it was just like, like, you know, they would, like they would sh they would show me the songs and I'd be able to play the songs and they're like let's play the songs again and I'm like I can pl I can play the songs like why are we still playing you know like let's yeah. do something else like let's yeah what's the next step yeah yeah, yeah. and it was just like playing the yeah. songs like over and over and I'm like uh it's um, tricky because like because some people just enjoy as well and you know it's kind of part of what we we're talking about earlier just you know the fun of playing music oh no yeah well. absolutely and that's difficult because it always comes down to does everyone want the same thing yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. i always find that sometimes difficult but yeah i get it yeah as you say it, it's got to count because you, you're just so busy and time becomes more and more precious not the well you're just difficult to have time for yourself and for your projects as mm -hmm. you get older yeah you're like but i got i got you know like we've got like two two and a half hours like let's make the most out of this and um yeah it was just like you know like this the typical thing is like i don't know if you get this or or how where you land on this like sort of spectrum but the typical thing was like i would hear would be like wow you can play for like a long time like most drummers will play like a set and they'll then play it again and then they're they're like tapped you know and mm. like i'll just i can just play and um and and so you you would hear something like that and then you're like and like it's almost like so like you're it's being acknowledged that you're like going above and beyond but like you're not like i just you know sometimes you wouldn't just want to feel like um that's being like you're being useful for that or like you know like you're the potential is is being uh explored you know like i don't know how to put it because you're absolutely right like it is a lot of fun especially drums for me yeah like to just yeah, play them it's just like uh it's just which is which is weird because sometimes like i don't know if this speaks to you as well but like sometimes like i go through like almost like where i just don't play drums very much at all and then yeah when i do i'm like why am i not doing this all yeah. the time it's so great but, yeah 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 it's, it's very like there's something beautiful about playing drums uh which is it's just like quite in in, in, in invigorating you know uh -huh. it's like so there's that it's quite cathartic uh because you really you know you play how you mean it you know like and if it's angry music and you can just absolutely smash it mm -hmm. and i think yeah for me the fun comes from from that uh a lot but yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah well, it's going to be for something though like i can that can only sustain me for a bit i just need to move on to the next step yeah after a while did you start playing drums for similar reasons? Was it was just like, I want to do this because like this is useful, or was it just like it was just something that you were like, if I could play drums, like it'd be awesome? Uh, or did you think that it was going to be useful to like you as a guitar player? Um, I I I don't really remember why I started originally because I think it was just for like personal fun. Like basically, in the um, when I was in Belgium, we had like um, my drummer at the time had his own rehearsal space. Like it was the basically his parents' garage, mm -hmm. and it just drum set was always there. And like I don't know, when it go out for a little break, I'd be like, oh, can I just like sit down and like play on your drums for a little bit? Mm -hmm. And it just sort of started like this, and then I just really. I just really enjoyed it. And you know, when you're just like in the, the early stages of discovering drumming, like, you know, playing your first rock beat and you're like, oh, why if I played a kick twice there, you know, mm -hmm. or like, you know, dun, dun, cow, like, you know, and you start like in creating your own sort of like uh, beats and stuff like that. And I just, ha I just had such a kick uh, from doing that, uh, that I just sort of carried on, but I never really expected to, there was no, at that time, cause I was, I was about like probably like 22 or something like this. 
and at that time it was it was just pure fun and it's like only years later that i was like right i want to i want to do this i will actually want to do this seriously and you know delve into rudiments and like right i'm gonna you know practice every day or most day or any time that i can yeah uh, and that, that's only when i when i did that because I, I ended up playing drums in bands, but almost as like in my head, it was like, oh, well, I'll just be there just for like a little bit. It'll, it'll be like a replacement until they find a real drummer sort of thing. Oh, yeah. But, you know, after like two or three years of doing that, so, you know, I, I you know, had, I became an okay drummer in, in terms of like playing simple beats and stuff like that. And then it's, it was like a, a sort of like a slow realization that, actually was becoming a drummer do you know what i mean it was yeah. almost like accidental but sort of like it was always like a temporary thing like oh yeah but you know i'm just not yeah well you know we'll see <laughs> yeah uh, the... um, but yeah but i actually really started playing the drum seriously when i was 26 i was like okay you know what i really like this <clears throat> i'm gonna be a drummer in a band and i'm gonna take this seriously um and it was for a band called uh i was in a band called funerals at the time uh, that still exists sort of like a do me sort of like chelsea wolf kind of like do me maybe mm-hmm. um they're still going actually um wow they're talking about, yeah and ruth rondel they're actually doing really well i'm not in the band anymore but yeah. right um yeah doing really well but yeah it's only at that time that i was like okay you know what i'm just gonna do this for real now yeah there's a that's a very real like I'll just do this until we get a real drummer thing. That's so real. Yeah. It's like, that's how Coma Regalia started. And then it was just like, yeah. um, and then like seven years later, I was still playing the drums in the band. And it was just like, yeah. Yeah. I was recording like whole albums by myself. And I was like, I'm not too bad at this at this point. You know, it's, 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 yeah. it's fine. Maybe it's like, I'm not, I'm not taking any of this to like, the next level uh as far as like nobody's like wants a drum cam version of you know any of our stuff but like yeah, you know, yeah it's yeah. like i'm getting it done you know um so also what what uh, how old were you when you started then uh i don't i mean i don't know i was no but like roughly uh i i you know i i, I don't um i don't put i don't put that number out there i think it's uh just fun to just let people oh, okay okay <laughs> i i mean i started so i was in a band and it was like i i wanted to start a band that sounded like the crimson curse right um right and that was in 1999 and nobody played drums so i just bought this drum set uh i there was a drummer that i played with and one time he was i was trying to do the stupid like guitar player like trying to tell a drummer what drum beat to play thing like you know i was like and um he was like i he was like i have no idea what you're fucking talking about like if you can come back here and do it come back here and do it and i went back and i actually did it and it's this whole thing like he was like bullshit you play drums and i was like no i don't (laughs) So when I wanted to start this other band and people were like, I'll play guitar, I'll play guitar, I'll play keyboard, I'll play bass, I'll do vocals, you know, whatever. I was like, this is all that's left is drums. If I want this to happen, then (laughs) I'll buy a drum set. And um, so I did. And I played, so I played drums in that band for like six months. And then um, this, you know, this drummer uh, came into the band that was like just incredible. And they were like, we, we want we wanted to have a vocalist that just like thrashed around and bled on the stage and stuff anyway. So you just do that. Cause I was doing <laughs> vocals. So, um, so I did. And, um, and then the drum sets kind of just like sat in my basement for like years and years, like, you know, about 10 years where I'd, I'd play it every once in a while, but not really. And, yeah. um, Mostly it was just like, it was cool because I had a drum set. And then when I'd be in bands, the drummers wouldn't have to bring their own kit. They'd just yeah, like yeah. come and play on my kit and be like less set up and stuff. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and then you know, I was in this band and we, we had a lot of opportunities, but we couldn't uh, keep like a drummer. And it just like, we tried to hold the to hold this band together for so long and it just like no drummers would work out and um you know I kind of like let that like I, I let that like keep me away from doing music for a long time and um right. 
then eventually I was like, you know what? Like, I'll start a band. I'll be the drummer. And, like, if we never get, like, a real drummer, then that's fine. Like, I'll just yeah. be the drummer. And um, and that led to, you know, like I said, me doing, like, my own recordings and really finding, like, a, you know, a passion for playing the drums. Like, even if I, yeah. even if I never get better than I am right now, like, I mean, I, I think it's, I, even if I never get better, like I'll get faster. And I think that's good enough. Right. Like <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I can play faster than I did a year ago. That's awesome. Um, but I feel like you've got such a healthier sort of like way of dealing with it than I have. <laughs> mention like rudiments and, and going so you you took like your, your approach to learning like very uh almost like um like it, it, in a in a like a like you you really wanted to learn the fundamentals and almost like in a scholarly way you were like i'm gonna learn how to do this yeah I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I never sort of like learned, you know, the, all the rudiments and something like that. But I just sort of like, right, at least I need to like learn some some of this, right? You know, mm -hmm. like the double, how to do doubles proper, pro, um, properly and that sort of thing. But I never like studied, studied. But um, yeah, I, I just decided to, um, yeah. But it's funny because I, I was just saying that you've got such a healthier way of dealing with this than I have because... So like use like oh well at least if I don't get better at least I get faster and that's good enough and like I just I just see myself like I think up until like three years ago still like every time we play a gig with my banner or in I play drums in uh, I'd be like in I'll, in I'll mention in passing as a passing comment to like the other band we play with it was that oh you know yeah I'm more of a guitarist really like I also apologize oh yeah 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 that's a um, real but, like. That's a real thing too. It's just like, yeah, you feel like, but with me, it's like, I'm almost the same with guitar. Like I don't, I'm not that interested in learning how to like, like if somebody, when somebody is like, like if somebody was like top hundred guitar players in, in yeah. I wouldn't even be on that list. Like nobody cares. Like nobody, <laughs> like nobody has ever like, they can play guitar really well. Like no one ever thinks that. No one ever thinks like they can play drums really well either. Like no one ever thinks that stuff about me. So like if I'm like, oh, I'm really a guitar player, I'm not really saying much about myself there either. <laughs> like it's just like. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, it's just like I will go into like the same mindset that you are describing where it's like I'll be like, okay, like what the fuck is a paradiddle? And I'll learn how to do it, right? And then yeah. it's like, somebody's like, now move that around the kit. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. Like, it's like, whatever. And then I write a song, right? And I'm like, I'm just like, and then I'm like, yeah. when it comes to the fill, I literally just don't give a shit. I do not want to do a paradiddle. I don't want to do whatever. <laughs> I want to go, bam, you know, like that's what I want to do. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's that whole thing. Like the heart wants what the heart wants. And that's, that's the way I try to play drums. I don't, absolutely. you know, it's like, oh, here comes the end of this measure. Like, are we going to get another blast fill? Yep. There it is. Like, yeah. and I'm just, I just gotta be content with that. I just, I don't fight it, you know? Um, yeah. If you, I think it's just about relaxing into it as well. Like, that's what yeah. I was asking earlier. Like, when did you start? Because I think for me, a lot, what really fueled that feeling was the fact that because I felt like I was starting quite late. Right. I, I was very sort of like late to the game. And, you know, I was playing with bands with drummers who had like 15 years of, or, or 20 years of playing the drums yeah or or yeah. someone that's like or someone that's like 10 years younger than you and just like 
goes the fuck off like yeah. and you're yeah. and you're like how long have you been playing and they're like three years and you're like shut the uh, fuck up <laughs> like, yeah. but um yeah i don't know i mean like i just i you know it's uh easier said than done but i've always just like try to just take inspiration from that and just be like you know like i've said before that like playing blast beats is my um red convertible you know, like there's a, there's that stereotypical like mid midlife crisis moment of somebody like they gotta buy the red convertible so that they can you know, or or they they have to like do this thing like to show that they're still young and they still got it and like yeah I don't know blast beats is like I yeah, can play, I can play faster out. than ever like it's all good you know yeah um, <laughs> yeah you know they had fun though I can't yeah, really yeah. play them properly but. <laughs> yeah I, I mean i don't know you know it's like i think i think like the i think the point where um where i was able to recognize like uh which like which part of the beat is like the front and which part of the beat is the back is like yeah as long as i was able to cross that like then it's been it's been great ever since you know because at first i was yeah. like i would get lost i would be like where am i um yeah where's uh, the one <laughs> yeah yeah but once you once you get that then you're you're good you're like all right yeah we're we're just doing this we're playing fast we're you know it's like we're it's like we're 16 again you know for yeah uh 30 seconds and then your bones start like hurting <laughs> or whatever uh, you're like no i'm not and you're like yes i am um Ow, yeah back. yeah yeah i'm gonna pay for this tomorrow but it's gonna be it's awesome right now um, but yeah it's yeah it's really cool like uh you know like i often like you know I, a lot of times i just talk to somebody who's like mostly plays one thing but you are actively playing like you know, um, drums and guitar in bands and stuff. And yeah. what I think is it was so cool for me anyway, is I get like such a different thing out of playing each thing in different bands. Is that also like a big motivator for you? Like, it's just, oh, yeah. yeah. Like what's, yeah. It's, oh, go for it. Sorry. No, I mean, what is like, what are the big differences for you that you're like, I get this out of playing drums and I get this out of doing guitar, you know, and, and doing vocals or whatever. I think uh, in terms of like uh, playing, the enjoyment of playing an instrument, like I, I definitely prefer playing drums um, because I I don't know, like we could, the band I play in is called I Feel Fine and uh, it's kind of like, so like emo, I don't know, kind of like I Love Your Lifestyle, you know, mm -hmm. Crash of Mine, that sort of thing, sort of like with constant gang vocals. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like all thing. I know everyone does gang vocals, but not everyone does gang vocals all the time, which is what we do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like it's a, 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 and actually it kind of goes with playing drums with me now because I'm just like playing drums pretty much as hard as I can, uh, shouting my heart, my you know, shouting as loud as I can, like notes that I can barely reach. Mm -hmm. And it's so mm -hmm. cathartic, and I love that so much. As I said earlier, it's, it's so like it gives you so much energy, and like it's kind of weird because. Like I, I get quite emotional doing it sometimes because like, there's something between what I'm doing physically and the type of music, which is also emotional. I don't know. There's something that's kind of like, it's quite unique. And I love playing the drums uh, for that reason. Um, I don't know. Well, guitar, it's kind of harder to like mean to play how you mean it sometimes. Cause it's a bit more, you have to be a bit more precise and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and that sort of thing. And I, I don't know, because I think all the bands I've always, uh, all the bands I've played guitar in, they're sort of very melody driven and, you know, some moments are very delicate sounding and, well, not all the time, but like when it is, like, yeah, I'm looking down and I'm just like looking at my fingers. I'm not really enjoying the music as much. I mean, I enjoy the music I'm playing, but you know what I mean? Like when you play drums, you can enjoy the music as you're playing it. Oh, yeah. Where with guitar, sometimes you're like, and, you know, it's like a big part and you're like, you, you're playing something easy or whatever, that's okay. Like you're enjoying it, but then you, your brain sort of like stops. Like, okay, you got to focus now. Look at what you're doing. Okay, don't mess up. You know, I've almost got like an internal dialogue going on there. Yeah, it's very cerebral. Like, it's like um, it's yeah. a head game. 
and then drums is just like a physical expression yeah yeah exactly and you can just fully be in the moment i mean of course you got to think about what your next fill and what your next beat is going to be but it is uh, something a bit more fluid uh about about the instrument in that sort of way um i find anyway yeah so yeah so drums i prefer in terms of like playing the instrument but then i think on the last tour with it with chalk hands i sort of like uh i felt a bit more free for some reason i sort of like after playing so many shows in a row i was sort of like I don't know. I kind of like got a, a new passion for it. It's kind of weird. Like we played this 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 tour recently with a this band that I love. We, we, I'm friends with for like, I've been friends with for years called uh, Full of Messiah, They're like a post truck slash scream or band from mm-hmm. France. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Like for the first time on stage during that tour, I was finding it as cathartic as drums. Um, so I hope it carries on. But you know, when you're on tour somewhere and you're playing every night, it's a bit of confidence that builds, and you're not so worried about you know those moments where you'd normally go like i said earlier like your voice your inside voice is like right gotta focus now mm-hmm. it's like you sort of like get confident with it and it's sort of like your muscle memory just kicks in and you can just enjoy it a bit more yeah uh, but then in terms of writing i like the guitar for that you know when i write i definitely pref- prefer playing guitar and i love you know being in control of like the melodies and that sort of thing um, so, you know, they're, they're, they're both great for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's why I was like, you know, when, when we set, when we were setting up the chat, you know, you were just like, uh, mm. I, I had c- come into contact with you because you had posted the Chalk Hands album somewhere and I'm, and there was a band that I had listened to and had been on my radar a lot. And then once, yeah. you, you know, we started chatting a little bit, you're like, Oh, I was also in this other band and I, and I'm also in this band right now. And, um, it's wild because like, uh, I, I remembered, you know, Amber day, Drake daybreak. <laughs> I specifically remembered like, I mean, I listened to Sentinels again like a couple of days ago to like refresh my memory and I'm like, oh, nice. yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely heard this, but more than anything, I was like, I remember that cover because it's like very, like I'm really into comic books and it's kind of like, like a, you know, Attack on Titan-ish kind of vibes, you know, et cetera, with the cover. Yeah. And um, it, it's funny because you said about uh, I Feel Fine, you're like, oh yeah, it's gang vocals, but it's like all the time. And then... Um, there's chalk hands, which is like uh, it 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 may be like that sometimes, and then in Amber Day Break, it was like I feel like that was like it like it was a a combination of both, and like yeah, you, I, I you, totally agree. I do think that sometimes when you said I was wondering, yeah, if you were gonna say that. yeah, <laughs> and it, and it's like you probably had no like it. This wasn't like a conscious decision or whatever. It was just something that happened. But I was like, huh, that's very interesting when you listen to well, these things like, and they're several years apart and stuff, but they relate to each other in this way, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it, here's something funny. Uh, when I when I was in Amber Daybreak, uh, I was singing only. Well screaming um uh-huh. and at the time i remember being like a sort of a big thing in my head of i was not playing an instrument mm. and i'd be like i don't know and i, I don't know why i think it's some sort of like because i knew <laughs> it must be something like you know my parents were finding it a bit like strange i was just screaming in a band and like i was kind of aware of that maybe and i sort of like later down the line i was like oh god like i'm just screaming i'm not you know playing an instrument and i know it's it, it, it's it, it, it's silly right because yeah. at the end of the day we'll do whatever the fuck you want you know yeah but i don't know at the time it was kind of quite present in my head that mounly sort of like our um creative outlet was screaming in a microphone which is perfectly valid don't get me wrong but at the time i don't know it was bothering me you just and it's kind of funny sorry you you just felt like that was uh like less it was less of an input to the overall uh, yeah. band than, than yeah. you were used and to. It's probably because, like you know, a lot of people aren't in that sort of music. You know, they always would say something like, "Yeah, the instrumental is really good, but the shouting, I don't, I, I don't know about that." You know, and I was like, "Well, that that's me. That's that's, that's the yeah. only thing I bring to the band. The thing you yeah. don't like." You know, yeah. Or there's some, there's <laughs> a there's a there's a 
kind of person also that thinks that that's something that anybody can just do. And while I am a person that says that anybody can just do any of this, they don't mean that the same way. You know what I mean? Like there are some people that say, Oh, anybody could do that. Like, like it's a disparaging remark, like it's an insult, you know? And I'm saying it like in an empowering way. I'm like, you can, like you know, you can. Yeah, anybody I, can I do exactly. it. You can, yeah, yeah. Right. If you put the time in, you totally can. Anyone can do it. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, a possible for anyone. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, but um, like, but yeah, you like, it is. It is. This is one of those things, like the the way that other people or like people outside of the genre or whatever, the way that yeah. they say, like, oh, it'd be good if it wasn't for all that screaming, and then like the yeah. the, the, the passing comments, and like, yeah, I mean, that can get in your head where it's just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I don't really know why I let it get to me really, because mm-hmm. like looking back now again, I feel a lot you know stronger. I guess it's it's kind of like being a teenager, you know, you sort of like. It's just what happens when you're a teenager. You sort of like let things get to you, I guess. Yeah. Um, but but what's yeah. funny about it is like, you know, years later, oh, you know, having almost that sort of like split where in one band I play drums and in the other I play guitar and they're kind of like a combination of both. <laughs> I always find it kind of ironic as if it's like my younger self had a plan for this, you know, where actually <laughs> kind of all, it all happened all, completely organically. I, did, I didn't want to play an instrument, now, that's for sure. That was you know, my desire, but then beyond that, you know, it's kind of, yeah, funny in that way. Yeah. And like, so, I mean, this is like Amber Daybreak. The timeline on that is like 2006 to 2010. And then like the bands that, you know, you're in now, those both started like around 2017, 2018 and are still going. Like what was life like in between these major like were you just like playing casually in bands or did you have bands that you know did did you know bigger things uh no no not at all yeah. uh i sort of i think at the end of Amber daybreak i sort of like focus on my studies quite a lot um yeah and then when i finished that uh i moved to england mm-hmm and and i don't know you know that took like a good like four years and then i was trying to sort my life out you know being like moving to another country it's kind of like you know oh yeah i don't know there's a lot to figure out basically mm-hmm. uh but and then i did do like a few little bands here and there it was more casual um uh than you know yeah because i was you know meeting new people that's the thing when you move you know to a different country or even in a different town you meet new people and you sort of like it's kind of hard to start a project that's gonna last a long time straight away because they're all new people and you don't you don't know them that well and you don't know how things you know how it's all gonna go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I basically yeah did a few bands. I even like started making electronic music for a while, um, but kind of like uh, ambient soul stuff. Right. Uh, mixed with like electronic, like you know stuff like I don't know like. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of similar band. It was such a long time ago now. But yeah, I just basically did electric music. And then and then when I moved to Brighton, that's when I, you know, uh, more recently, well, it was like 10 years ago, and that's when I really started, you know, doing that. But then before that, it was funerals. Basically, it's kind of a complicated, complicated question because I was, like, in so many bands before, like, really short periods of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I did stuff. It was all very small. I think the more significant thing I, I did was like that funerals band I was talking about earlier. And I was in that band for three years. We even like lived together just outside Brighton and we were practicing at home. That was really fun. And now they're still going, but I, they, they, they moved back. Uh, they moved to Leipzig now and I just didn't follow them basically because ah. I love, I love Brighton too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, but I did, yeah, I did do a lot of stuff, but a very small, short lived projects basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I figured that it must have been like the move must have been a, a big part of that. And it sounds like it. But yeah. then in, in 2017, you like really kind of like sort of like met, you know, people and, you know, that's all been working out like, you know, seem seemingly pretty well since then. Like um, mm. I I feel fine as released like um, 
an EP and an LP over, you know, a, a few years time. And then like, yeah, Chalk Hands has like a EP split and then y'all just released, um, your, um, debut LP. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so like both of the bands are still going like what, and, you know, Chalk Hands just got off of a tour, like, uh, maybe less than a month ago, around a month ago. Yeah. Like, what does the future look like for both the bands now? Like, what are the bands, you know, up to or or what are your goals and stuff? Um, so, with I Feel Fine, we're definitely slowing down a little bit. I think we're getting to that stage where we've got like, half an album written and we're kind of, like, figuring out whether to carry on or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we've had a bit of bad luck recently. We had a tour cancelled because of COVID, and like, uh, so it's we, it's kind of like a big question mark at the moment. But I I I love that band. I'm I'm up for carrying on, and I think most people are. It's just I think we need to be a time off from it. Yeah. Uh, so question mark for that one. Before chalk hands, um, I haven't written tunes for like almost like a year and a half, two years, um, and now I'm like properly back in. Like since last week, actually, I've like really started writing new stuff again. I've been like really motivated. Uh, I've got my guitar like, out of this case most of the time, like ready to play. And that's really cool. Cause I've been, you know, I haven't been in that sort of like mind frame for a long time. I was just enjoying, you know, having just released an album really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like going on tour and stuff like that. But I'm already like, I had honestly that tour, we just did in Europe with uh, Fall of Messiah recently. I had, we had such a good time. It was literally incredible, like packed room pretty much every night. You know, don't get me wrong, DIY venues, you know, like 100 to stash to 100 cap or sometimes less, but like packed rooms all the time. We had such a, a great time that it, it inspired us all like, to really want to do more. So I think a lot more touring and then we're writing some new stuff. So I don't know if it's going to be an LP or an EP, but, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see what comes out really. Um, yeah. So basically that new music, more, more live music. More of it all. (laughs) And that was my conversation with Antoine Manchin. Thank you so much, Antoine, for taking the time to chat with me. Thanks also to everyone at home or wherever you are listening. If you have a second, drop by patreon.com slash human machine and check out what I've been up to there until next time take care and do good things <laughs>